That's because I um I just get a little wild and it's time for a snack break. Hello, Caitlin. Hey, Lauren. <laughs> Do you want to tell everyone where we are right now? We're both in closets. <laughs> yes, in Caitlin's house because we need to buy a mixer so that we can yeah. record next to each other. But until we're, then, we're this a is very too, uh, silly. Too rowdy to be next to each other in yeah, the we get setup we have. Yeah, we'd get too excited, I think. So, but anyways, <laughs> no, this is great. So I'm I'm living with Caitlin for the month of January, and we're having our first Literally little my dream recording <laughs> session. It's um, it's it's all very exciting. I'm eating breakfast every day now because Caitlin <laughs> literally looks at me this morning like I just like zombie got up. <laughs> Like, looked like a dead person, did a bunch of work for an hour, and then she looked at me, she goes, you need to eat. It's nine. And I was like, you're right. And then Caitlin made me a smoothie. It's good. It's We're holding each other accountable. Um, Lauren also made me do a an endurance workout yesterday, and I hated it, but here I am feeling To be fair, today. you had a headache during it, and I endurance workouts suck always but having a headache while you do it is absolute garbage so you did great it it was it was not great but I think (laughs) let's be honest um I'm just a little out of shape so that's where I think the the issue lies being stranded (laughs) in New Hampshire for Christmas will do that to you um sure does (laughs) in any case I'm excited because today we are talking about goal setting. Um, If you are a consumer of the internet, you're probably really um, sick of people (laughs) on the internet telling you how to set goals. Mm -hmm. And there's probably a lot of stuff. You're probably, okay. I feel like to me, I'm reaching a stage of adulthood where I'm like, man, I've done this whole new year, new me shit way too many times. And I am sick of like, just this horrible cycle of being like, we're going to do everything and it's all going to be perfect. And then everything, it not going perfectly. And all it's the just time, all yeah. at once, everywhere. And yeah. then come February 1st, you're like, oh my God, I'm burnt out. Yeah, Hooray. I'm burnt out. This was way too much. And it's yeah. just not good. So today I'm thrilled because Caitlin and I are talking about, uh, we're talking about things we changed our mind about when it comes to setting goals, which is rad. But before we get into that, I want to just say thank you to everyone because this podcast has now been around for a whole year. And Caitlin, do you (laughs) want to share some fun statistics about the show? Absolutely. Well, we are on our 38th episode. I think this, this will be... Well, this will be the 40th, but we've done, we did 38 in 2022. So So. 2022, 38 episodes. And what's cool about that is because you all loved it so much. We wanted to give you more information and some more 
tidbits along the way. So we came up with the snack break sometime last, I believe, beginning of last summer. Well, technically, when I did the stats this morning, I was like, we'll just count the snack breaks as episodes because right. whatever. So, but That's anyways, part of it. That's between all snack part of breaks it. and the full length <laughs> episodes, we have 38 things Which that you can listen 38 to. 38 things. 38 and... things. Which is really cool. Uh, but we have over 56,000 downloads. So thank you all for you. listening in and supporting our average dreams. And Yes, it's been, it, it was, 2022 was a highly above average year. We literally mm-hmm. had no idea how this was going to go. And we are genuinely floored that so many of yeah. you are enjoying this. I'm also floored by how many times last year someone stopped me and goes, I recognize your laugh. Are you... Yeah average climber podcast and I was like oh my god or I got like called out in the gym sometimes I'd be like Warren yeah. and I'm like I don't know you it was really great it's, but keep doing it it makes me feel yeah. really weird and warm and fuzzy inside yeah Caitlin this happened to you as well it's very strange yep. it is weird I had somebody <laughs> at the crag start talking about the about the podcast and they didn't know who I was and our friends were like you know that's that's Caitlin, right? And he was like, <laughs> like totally dumbfounded. But it, it's so fun to be in this space. And it's a privilege as well to be able to share our thoughts, our big brains and ideas. And we also love all of the listener support and ideas for episodes and questions along the way. So we've, we've definitely had a really fun journey so far and so much more to come. Agreed. It's yeah, we've got we've got big aspirations for this year. Hopefully we'll have some more rad guests on. You all have been loving the episode with Carly, which is sweet. So yeah, it's been awesome. We just wanted to say thank you so much. Um and keep saying hi to us. And if you say hi to me, I will make you take a bad selfie with me. That's my new <laughs> tradition. If you seem like you're not gonna be mad at me if I ask you to do that, but most of you are really fun. So you'll be taking ho- ho- for many more bad bad selfies with people that listen. We appreciate you all a lot. So correct. <laughs> without for so all right, that's our that's our big thank you. Happy New Year. Hurrah. Now, let's talk about goal setting and things we have changed our mind about. So, Caitlin, I, I'm going to have you go first. So, the big question we're answering today is, what have we changed our minds about when it comes to goal setting? So, yeah, what big question. <laughs> I think we, like, we started talking about goal setting. I mean, I feel like you've always talked about goal setting because of your s'more goals. And oh, absolutely. Something Lauren coined. And <laughs> it's an adaptation from the terribly smart. corporate Cor- smart goals. <laughs> but I feel like it's something we, we started talking about a lot more when we launched Breakthrough a couple years ago. And that's our group program. If you're like, what the heck's Breakthrough? But we really started diving into the concept of goals and goal setting and setting expectations. And that was something that I hadn't really thought of in that light before. So I started evolving this into my nutrition practice with my one-on-one clients. And I feel like I have slowly evolved and taken what we've talked about and applied it to something like nutrition, which is really more, I think, bite size, like the the things that we do with goals are a little bit different for me in terms of how we 
maybe do other goals in our lives, like training versus like sleeping or going to bed at a specific time. I feel like for me, instead of thinking of these like big and little goals and tracking those along the way, I actually have started emphasizing habits and daily actions versus these bigger goals. And maybe this looks more like process versus outcome goals. And I I found for me that in nutrition, it makes more sense to have these daily habits that you bring attention to and the daily actions as well. And it's not to say that, you know, setting these big goals isn't going to be helpful or important, but I think having an idea of, okay, I have these daily habits. Here's how I either want to tweak this one that I do. Like maybe you don't want, or maybe you want to drink more water and your habit right now is that you you don't drink water and a quick daily action that you can support building on a habit you'd like to change or improve upon could be just adding another glass of water when you wake up. So even though, you know, it's semantics at this point with like goals versus habits versus behavior change and actions versus whatever. resolutions, I don't get what the, I don't even get that. Like, so, like let me resolute to become better. Okay. Like, yeah, I resolve to be more hydrated. Okay. Just as an aside, I feel like the reason that people hate new year's resolutions is that resolutions sound like something that you have to like start doing on January 1st. And then they're just, they're a resolution for something. So then it's like, you're supposed to do it forever. And I feel like the reason the idea of a resolution totally falls apart is because the idea of making some change that's a forever change is like so daunting that you never even started. Yeah. Also January 1st is probably the worst time to start a new goal because I would, I would maybe disagree with you on that. Well, for January 1st, maybe. Yes. So I was reading into this because, you know, some people that like get annoyed with the whole like new year's resolution, starting something new on new year's, whatever. Mm-hmm. you know, kind of say like, this seems so arbitrary, like yada, yada, yada. Why does it have to be in January that I start wanting to do something new? But there is a lot of interesting research. If you look up um, f- Google Fresh Start Phenomenon in Google Scholar, and you'll mm-hmm. see all these interesting papers that, that show that people will, at the end of certain like increments of time, like they call Mm -hmm. them like temporal phases, people are actually more motivated to try to start new things. So there actually is some evidence to show that around the new year, it does, you know, it seems totally arbitrary and like, it's not real. But for me, this is my theory. This is not in any of the papers. I do think a lot of people have more time off of work and time around family Mm -hmm. and time around things that seem to like matter for them. A lot over the holidays that maybe you lose sight of over the course of, you know, whatever. But I really think people, you know, with that extra time, maybe a little bit sort of where life changes up a little bit and you have time to reflect around the holidays in December. That's why in January you're like, oh, I maybe have a glimpse of what matters more to me and I want to make some changes. Yeah, I I could see that being a good reasoning. I guess for me, the reason that sometimes I question if it is a good time is because I personally hit the ground running in January. And even though it's, it's sort of a fresh start for me, I feel like for me, it's a good time to kind of reflect back on my year and to 
become a bit more present in the here and now and my daily actions and habits and goals sort of reflect that. So maybe it is a fresh start, but I also really encourage my clients to consider like timing of year. If February mm. is like the worst time for you, the busiest, you, you know, you're burnt out from family or you have huge deadlines coming up in January or some big stressor that's going to take up a lot of your brain space. Maybe it's not the best time to have resolutions. Like try to like have a big time. And I think from your perspective as a nutritionist, I think it makes sense because probably the number of people that are like new year, new me, and then have yeah. like, <laughs> or like, I'm going to change my whole body. I'm going to grow six inches taller and you know, whatever, but like stuff yeah, like, like why? that where, do we have to be like brand new every year? Like, I yeah. don't know about you, but I don't want to be reborn all the time. Like, I'm no, that sounds I'm, like a lot. I'm chilling with where I'm at right now. Don't need to reinvent the wheel. But to to your perspective, I feel like it could be a it, like maybe it depends, right? Like maybe right now is a really good time for a person to start nutrition. Maybe it's a good time for other people to start training. Maybe you can do both. But yeah, I think it does depend on a number of factors in, in our daily lives. But I feel like I've focused less on the big picture and maybe more on the daily like little things you can do. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to share. So actually I'm going to share like a little thing that I've been doing that is, yeah. I just started it at, at the time oh, it's yeah, being recorded. I started yesterday. I love it. Okay. So I'm also going to shout out Karen or I'll link to, or you can look her up on Instagram at Karen or PhD or just Google that. And Karen is spelled C-A-R-I-N. But anyways, she has this great framework where you list four words that you want to embody mm-hmm. in over the next, and, and I'm not, you know, oh, you know, in general, whatever. And then you pick a tiny ass habit that, it, you know, helps get you towards that or whatever. So the one, one, for example, one of them that I picked was active because I feel like sometimes I get into a rut of like, I train really hard one day and then I like sit in a chair and work and don't move at all the next day. And I want to do a mm. little bit of activity every day, especially if it's getting outside. So my, my active thing is do 10 minutes of walking every day. But then I have, I also, I'm going to shout out my app in Trainerize that I use to coach my athletes because <laughs> there's a little section where you can actually like add habits and then it like mm. pops up where you can check them off every day. It's very Ooh, satisfying. I love but, checking stuff off. Yes, I love <laughs> checking stuff off. And then it keeps track of it for you in an easy, like you click a button way, um, which is fun. So anyways, I think I love that. So I think, so to sum up your, your learning, Caitlin, is that maybe you used to be more like, big picture, like outcome is the most important thing. And you've maybe stepped back and been like, what feels more manageable is looking at what daily actions and habits can I take that probably will lead to whatever outcome Mm -hmm. you wanted, but that feels more manageable, which I think is totally fair. Yeah. So, and I know that this is like a thing that I maybe works well for me because I, I, I get carried away with big picture a lot of the time. And this is not just in nutrition. This is also in just my general life and my business. Like I'm, I'm an idea gal. I am not great at the, like the daily action. So for me, I feel like it's a good opportunity to think about it. Like the beginning of my day, set some intentions for the day, but also think of it in terms of like, what could I do today to 
move the needle forward and push me towards my bigger goals? And I think that that's a question that's helped me sort of build that balance of, you know, working and having like a, a an outside of work life because the two overlap a lot. <laughs> I know you feel the same. <laughs> oh, yes. Speaking of, so this is, this is what I have yeah changed. Let's, let's hear <laughs> and I don't know if it's something that it's more of something I've changed my mind about or more of a lesson learned mm. um but I definitely learned it last year so something I've changed my mind about is thinking about your life in different boxes so something mm. that I, I think I would do this I think this probably started in like grade school when I had like different extracurriculars and whatever so I would have like goals or things I wanted to do in like each area of life. So I'd have like school, I wanted to get good grades. And then I'd have like musicals, I wanted to do these two shows and I wanted to be like these roles and whatever. And I would have like, you know, all the, like literally I think I would like draw this shit out in boxes in high school. And then I never really stopped doing that. Like I thought of all of these areas of life as like separate things to just achieve a lot in. And then mm. I would also try to just do really well in literally everything. Um, Hmm. So that's, I can't see how that would go wrong. Weird how it sort of doesn't work. I mean, yeah. do you think, cause you've been sort of live, let me get a little bit metaphorical here because do you feel like living out of boxes the last year or so, you know, the last six months or so, because you guys have been moving around a lot and in not in a stable place for very long. No. Do you think that's like bringing up some of these lessons learned for you? Well, I think that realization, so basic, so the thing I've changed my mind about is considering how your goals interact with each other and how they can mm. add and also detract. And that's something I never really like I would kind of think about it, but I would never get very specific about how you know, I would be like, uh, doing all that at once might be kind of hard, but I would, I would just kind of go like, eh, we'll figure it out. And then when whatever. it went bad, it'd be like, oh, whatever. And then, you know, I'd look back and be like, well, that was like, obviously a bad idea from like six miles away. But I just was like, but I have to do the best at everything. So I need whatever. all my boxes to be full all the yes. time, everywhere and stacked so, neatly. <laughs> right, exactly. So I think what like taught me, like what happened last year is that I didn't realize how much like, wedding planning and yeah. picking up and moving and having, you know, frequently different environments that I'm living in. Cause mm. I like, I like to have a stable place to be, but just because of the way life was working out, that did not happen. So yeah. I think I kind of forgot to have, think about how that might interact with all of the goals, like how all of that, you know, I just forgot to remember that I'm like a whole ass human being sort of thing. So this <laughs> yeah. is what I've changed my mind about. I really think everyone, when you set goals and think about it, you super duper, because what you don't want to do, because there was like a two or three week period where I, where I was like, I don't even want to set goals for the new year. I failed so hard on everything I wanted to do this oh. year. It was like, I felt so like ashamed that I got basically nothing done that I wanted to last year. Like, honestly, like hmm. have a kick-ass wedding check, but then a lot of things did not go how I wanted them to. Um, not to say that I didn't do a lot of cool shit, but I was so like ashamed that I didn't want to even set goals. And then I realized I'm like, I didn't consider 
One, I probably wasn't realistic enough because I didn't consider how stuff interacted with each other. So if you're sitting there thinking about what you want to do this year, whatever it may be, whether it's habits you want to develop, stuff you want to send, blah, 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 sit down and draw like a bubble for each goal and think about how, like draw a line between it and every other goal you have and think about how it can add or detract and how mm. the goals are going to interact with each other specifically. Like, for example, I try to think of, try to, I don't know, Caitlin, you got one? What are, if you, no, I don't, I'm not going to put you on the spot, but like. Well, I, I can think of one that you told me in your experience, um, that comes to mind for me because I thought it was really interesting. Like, okay, I'll back up. You were training hardcore during your like final months of wedding planning and then all through wedding chaos. And I was like, wow, Lauren is crushing it. And then you got to that point though, where you're like, I'm doing too much. Like, I remember you saying something like, it's too much. I took on too much. And I feel like that resonated with me because in the fall, I had a lot of chaos going on, like family visiting, big events, lots of launches for new products. And just my, you know, clients in general, I had a lot of things to juggle. And I thought back to when you had mentioned, like, it was too much, there was a lot going on. And while there's some benefit to having, you know, the, the distraction, the disconnect opportunity, time to connect to yourself. I, I could just hear you in the back of my mind being like, be realistic. Don't yeah. go crazy. Like kind of get it in, get, get things in a place that feels manageable and realistic, but it's okay. And it's not failing if like something has to be shifted or worked around. So, I mean, effectively that translated to me, not training as much as I should have or not climbing as much as I should have before Bishop. But, you know, like, I think, I think I found a balance and I'll continue working on that, but I still learned a lot during that time period. So I feel like that's so important to figure out how things interact, how they, how they play into each other and how we really probably should consider how that can impact like goals long-term too. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think that, and you know what, you know, what's funny about that too. Like when I think about it, so, you know, I used just stuff got crazy, but so like, if you, I feel like what's funny is, you know, if we set our expectations too high, you know, so for example, let's say Caitlin or whoever is having like a busy season of life and they're dead set on still getting their three sessions a week done, mm -hmm. but then things get busy and then they can't. And then it feels discouraging that you've only been able to go like once or maybe twice and three weeks is just not possible. And you're taking forever to realize and accept that if you would have kicked off the start of it, the start of this busy season of life going, I'm only if I'm going to try to get one session a week done. And if I get two, that's bonus points. And just realize from the get go that three was yeah. probably not feasible. You wouldn't feel ashamed you would save yourself all this like wasted emotion of being like, oh, I actually got done what I said I wanted to get done. And you wouldn't be discouraged by like undershooting what you really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, so that's another thing to keep in mind is like being realistic will save you so much emotional energy too. Um, so yeah, something totally to fair. 
Yep. So I think that's another thing too, is like, if you start out by going like, this seems like a very manageable bare minimum, you might be able to build from there versus saying you want to do something big and then undershooting it. There's just, that's like a lot more emotionally exhausting. So there's our little powwow. I think, (laughs) I think we can close it out there. So things we've changed our mind about to sum that up, we changed our mind about the importance of habits and daily actions versus having big goals. And we've also changed our minds about evaluating how goals interact with each other, which is great. So now there you have it. Big (laughs) energy. Perfect. Caitlin, should we, speaking of exciting things, um, should we tell everyone about what, what's coming up in the next? Probably should because there's, there's a bit too much stoke. Too much stoke. I know. Well, obviously (laughs) us two living together is it's going to be beneficial for, for you (laughs) listeners. So, okay. We have two cool things coming up. Um, one, our signature group program breakthrough is coming back. This, we only run it once a year. It is excellent. It is a 12 week group program in which you get a custom training plan from me and you get nutrition coaching from Caitlin. And this might be my favorite group program to run because it is so damn transformative. The athletes that go Mm -hmm. through this program learn so much. They leave so woke to climbing training (laughs) and how it works. They know how to fuel themselves and they, I'm not going to guarantee anything, but many athletes that have left breakthrough have gone on to send new hard red points or boulders outside. They've been really happy. They felt a lot more confident and many athletes in breakthrough honestly end up keeping continuing to work with me on custom plans because they just see progress and they want to keep going um and i love i love it we build such a cool community it's always very sad when it ends um and this will be our fourth time running it so which is crazy it is crazy but we don't keep doing it because it sucks we keep doing it because it's awesome and people get a lot of it and we love it in the community you build and like it's you know it's such a strange time sort of post COVID and post like lockdowns to build that network of people from afar. And it's really fun to see people meeting up in different places at different crags across the country. And we build, I, I really feel like the people who join breakthrough really do build friendships and that community is so important and special yeah basically this this rules i'm so excited and so mark your calendars because that program will will be getting started again on february 20th Mm -hmm. um so stay tuned for more details as breakthrough gets closer but a way to save some yes yes (laughs) yes we will announce more soon um so stay tuned for that and then We have one more thing. One more thing. (laughs) And this is the free thing that we're very excited about. So we, we were sitting in Caitlin's kitchen the other day. And then I don't know why this alliteration came into my head, but I was like, protein pals. And then I was like, (laughs) Caitlin, what if we made an accountability group for consuming protein? Because I think Caitlin and I were talking about how we're going to like get swole this month, whatever, you know, just being bros. Um, But big goals. (laughs) Yes, but I was like, I really need to, I was kind of like, man, I really need to just like actually get back into like tracking my protein a little bit so I can see what's going on. And then we were like, wait, let's just, if we were going to do it, we might as well just invite everyone. (laughs) Everyone else to come to the party. Yes. So we are starting a very fun two week accountability group called Protein Bells. It's going to start 
on Friday the 13th Ooh. of January. Woo! Um, we're <laughs> going to have, it's going to be a Slack group where every day you're going to learn a new fun tidbit about protein and you're going to be able to hold yourself accountable to tracking your protein. I will be sharing how I'm doing with protein consumption every day um, and you can just learn. It's going to be a cool way to just do a little vibe check that's very simple yeah. on your protein consumption and make learn sure. a lot along the way. <laughs> yes. Make sure you're getting enough and kind of check in with yourself because I think it's it's something a lot of us wonder about. We, we wonder if we are consuming enough and it is really nice to know, okay, actually I'm doing pretty well. Like it's a good check-in opportunity, but then if you're not consuming enough, it's a really good way to strategize and figure out what else could you be doing to bump up protein? This is for omnivores, vegans, vegetarians. We got you. So we're, yeah, we're all kinds of up. dinosaurs are invited <laughs> to walk in the. Oh, I really depend. We haven't at the time this is being recorded. We haven't made all of the marketing stuff for this, but I do think it'd be cute done. if we leverage really cute dinosaurs into it so sold so yeah so yeah so check check the show notes for details on all of that um and stay tuned and happy happy goal setting if you're doing that but you don't have to you don't have to be a hundred percent new person just maybe what would a five percent better version of you look like where you're more chill or happier or you walked your dog more more hydrated whatever it may be but we're trying to be better this year we hope you are too and that's That's, that yep yep we're trying to you know we're bumping the needle towards above that yeah and maybe you're gonna (laughs) just you know consume more protein after you do protein pals and it's gonna be great so yeah that's that could be it and that's a great way to start your year (laughs) hey well Stay tuned for all the things. It's going to be a rad, a rad month. And until next time, keep it average. Oh my God. In the same house and still. (laughs) It's never going to work. No. (laughs)